buds, my pals, my friends, new friends, old friends, friends I haven't met yet because I've been stuck inside for a year. Can't wait to meet you, honestly. it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what your names are or what you look like, but I'm sure it's going to be great uh, when we finally get to meet in the future. Uh, <laughs> how is everyone doing? Oh my goodness, here we are, we're back. It has been a wild time in the house of Trisha Black. Uh, just a lot going on, especially with my dog. Uh, you know, in her surgery, it has been tough uh, trying to look after her and make sure she doesn't jump on things and she doesn't run and doesn't do all these things. It's been taking a lot of my time up. Uh, so I do apologize that uh, I haven't been around in the last few weeks, but we're back. Here we are. You know, th- for the next little while, this podcast is as consistent as we're going to try to be, you know, might come out as a, it'll be a surprise podcast every week for the next uh, little bit, just uh, while she heals up and uh, I uh, have a couple work engagements, you know, got to make the money, got to pay the bills. It's how it works. Uh, but you know, I always love doing this podcast and I'm, I'm happy, uh, to, to be here for all of the people who are listening. I've missed you. I've missed you. Uh, we're back with a brand new episode. Of course, this week's no different. We have an incredible country music artist. Bobby Dove is in the house today, uh, and they are just wonderful. Such a cool vibe. Uh, uh, their music is just so uh, beautifully written, very great lyricism, and uh, just the the style that I'm just loving these days, which is kind of like an old school country vibe. It's very good. Uh, you should definitely listen to it, and you'll definitely want to listen to it after you hear my convo with Bobby. It was very fun, lovely to meet them. Uh, and you know, a little bit about what's going on in my life. Like I said, dealing with the dog, it's been that I, I will say I got vaccinated. Woo. Uh, that, uh, it felt good to get vaccinated. Get that round one Pfizer baby, uh, Pfizer just flowing through the old bloodstream. Um, so that's exciting. And I get my next shot on my birthday in August. So what a nice birthday gift to me. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, I was just on the right website at the right time, if I'm being honest. Um, just happened to sign up in the right spot. Thank you to, you know, Vax Hunters Canada on Twitter, because without you, Nobody would know where to go. Uh, So give them the uh, Order of Canada because they deserve it. Uh, And uh, I'm very appreciative of that. It was very exciting. My girlfriend's going to get hers next week. My roommate just got his. So many of my pals have gotten theirs. It's very nice to see. It kind of makes you feel like, you know, maybe we're on our way out. Maybe we're on our way out of this thing. You know, I still think there's a bit of time uh, to, to go. But, you know, we're getting there. And that's good. Uh, so there's that. Also, the podcast was nominated for a Canadian Podcast Award. Isn't that awesome for Outstanding Society and Culture Podcast? And I, I couldn't be happier. I honestly started this podcast as just something for myself to have, and I feel like it's blossomed into something really, really lovely, and I, I'm enjoying doing it. Uh, un- unfortunately, you know, time, like I've said before, sometimes time just doesn't allow for things, and we have to, you know forgive ourselves and not re- not think that we're disappointing everyone in the world, which is my go-to anxiety is immediate disappointment that uh, everyone is like, we're disappointed in you. Uh, but that's what uh, meds and therapy are for. 
<laughs> so I started seeing a dietitian, which is kind of interesting and, and cool. I'm just trying to, I've always had such a terrible metabolism my whole life. Um, and so I, I started seeing a dietitian. I've been trying really hard to follow, uh, the plan, um, which has been very difficult. Uh, lunch, I don't know about you folks, but lunch seems to be the hardest meal of the day to figure out. I don't know why. Breakfast, I've gotten into a really good routine. Dinner, great. Lunch just seems to just get skipped. Uh, I try to like have a couple of snacks. I've got these like uh, peas, these like roasted peas snacks that are good, way better than chips. Uh, and uh, these uh, chickpea, roasted chickpeas as well that are really good. Legumes, I have found out, is what you really want to add to your diet. So get those legumes in your body, folks. Um, <laughs> but that's been kind of cool and kind of interesting and something new for me. I really, really want to try to figure out how to eat better. Uh, you know, like I said, dinner's been pretty good. Breakfast was always... Uh, tough and same with lunch but now we've figured out breakfast so now I just got to really figure out the lunch so if you got some tips or tricks or anything please let me know I would love that uh, also next week are the Canadian Screen Awards which I'm also nominated for uh, best supporting actor in a web program or series uh, which is pretty fucking cool like <laughs> uh, you know I don't often like to you know toot toot a horn or or be like look what I'm doing uh but you know I'm pretty proud of this one that's you know it's exciting and so I can't wait uh to watch the awards on May 18th uh they're going on all week the 14th I believe through the 20th so if you're if you'd like to see some cool award shows or on YouTube and Twitter take a peek uh it's very it's gonna be very fun I'm excited just to you know it's an honor to be nominated so I can't uh <laughs> I can't, you know, get my hopes up or anything, but I'm very proud of the project that it was for, which was band ladies. We've had a lot of the band ladies on the pod. Uh, and uh, our friend Lisa Michelle, who's also in band ladies, is also nominated, which is super cool. Uh, she's incredible, very talented actor, beautiful voice. Uh, so if you haven't watched band ladies yet, go watch it on Highball TV. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, but I guess that's enough about me. Uh, I, you all want, you're all here to hear Bobby, Bobby Dove, and I, I can't wait for you to hear our interview. It was so lovely to meet them. Uh, they're awesome, and uh, we're going to go to the interview now. Bobby Dove, everyone. Hello. How are you? Hi, Trisha. It's so it's so nice to meet you finally. Yeah, it's great to meet you too. And I, I, uh, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm pretty good, you know. As a, a you know, I, I mean, it's nice today, which is good. You're in Manitoba, right? I'm in Manitoba now, Brandon, Manitoba, and it's nice. a sunny day. That's good. I've never been to Manitoba. I've always want. I always want to travel across the prairies, so I'll have to make a stop there someday. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty drive, you know, coming across from Ontario. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can imagine. I've only because I'm from the East Coast, so I'm originally from New Brunswick, living in Toronto. But um, right. Yeah, I've always wanted to travel from the east to the west. It'll happen someday. 
Oh, definitely. And you've got to stop uh, and see the Great Lakes uh, mm -hmm. that you pass on the way. It's so yeah, it's so beautiful, magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is. But it's so, so is the East Coast. So is the East, East Coast, Coast is beautiful. It's true. It's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when the pandemic struck mm -hmm. um, last March, I had just I was just wrapping up the planning very right. kind of like last minute wasn't last minute planning I'd actually been planning it for months and it was just taking right. a while to connect a bunch of dots but I was heading to to New Brunswick Nova Scotia actually right oh yeah. crazy what were you, yeah. were you doing were you uh were you playing there yeah I had shows lined up and, and like Shelbourne uh mm -hmm. Nova Scotia and it's a Shelbourne or Sher oh my gosh Sherbourne? things are I don't know. I honestly don't even know. <laughs> My brain's a sieve right now, but uh, honestly, uh, I was really excited to go out there and, um, and I have been like a couple times, mm -hmm. but, uh, obviously things got canceled and it was really yeah. weird when things started getting canceled because there was the, um, maybe we can still do this phase. Mm -hmm. which... Yeah. It's only going to be a couple weeks. It's okay. <laughs> and then there was like touring musicians messaging each other, like instant is it uh you know messaging each other saying like i'm getting scared like yeah this isn't looking good. <laughs> you know like when like yeah, we plan things together and stuff but like realizing that it was all really kind of like shattered like is this a couple weeks or a couple years yeah exactly i know i was in the middle of doing a show at second city toronto and so we were like like a live yeah. theater like piece uh comedy and it we were we were going up right until the last day and i remember being in the room being like well broadway shut down <laughs> Like we gotta be next, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. But then Dominoes. during the pandemic, you you um, did you record Hopeless Romantic during the pandemic, or was it pre-recorded before? Hell no, no. That's one. <laughs> that would have been like <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it would have had like crying vocals. Yeah, um, <laughs> and like more but... crying than they are already. You know. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Um, no, I recorded them in Toronto in September. We recorded the, the record, most of it in September, 2019. Okay. I guess it was. So, uh, Amazing. months, wait, was it like months or a year? Oh my God. I'm bad with numbers. Oh, 2021. So it'll be almost two years, I guess. Oh no, right? it was months. It was months. Yeah. It was about months. Yeah. Crazy. It's such a great album. I love it. I discovered you through, um, I don't know if you listened to Mariel Thank Buckley. You. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, She's so an I was... amazing artist and person. Yeah, I, so I, during the pandemic, I uh, I got really back to, like, my, like, country roots, which I, like, I love country music. I've loved it since I was a kid. And then, but my brain was like, well, I wonder if there's, like, what Canadian, like, and I don't, like, I'm not talking, like, mainstream, like, you know what I mean? Like, the typical whatever's coming out of Nashville these days in terms of right. like, you know pop country I guess I don't know it's I mean what is real country and what is not but uh <laughs> yeah and then I went down a big rabbit hole of like discovering some really cool Canadian country artists and you were one of them gracias yeah and I'm like a huge fan now and I, I love the album is so good it's like also as a queer person who has loved country music too like listening to it uh, and seeing somebody else uh, doing it as well, it, it really like a lot of your songs hit home too. So yeah, very beautiful lyricism and awesome 
musicianship on the album too. So congrats. I appreciate that. I'm really glad that you dug the lyrics and, uh, you know, like feel the songs because I mm -hmm. feel like they, they've got to be understandable, you know, like, I feel oh, like yeah. over time, I just get more and more bass. Like, I don't, I know that people don't like this word these days, but the word basic, they're like, mm -hmm. Oh, what a basic B, you know? Yeah. But like I am becoming more and more like, I don't know. Well, I feel like it's all about like, I don't know if you feel this with songwriting, but it's like experience too. Uh, and like getting to the point where you writing music is very vulnerable. So being able to get to that point of, of writing uh, your, your story is, you know, it takes time. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's great. Definitely. And I don't mean to say basic as in like, if it was more complex, you know, people wouldn't get it. Like, it's just that I just feel like it's definitely like universal experience mm -hmm. type of stuff. And exactly. And even more specific universal to that, maybe to the queer yeah. view, though I feel like it's open to, to anyone, but at the same time, like there's things that recurrent, you know, patterns mm -hmm. that might happen when you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very specific like, themes to the yeah. idea of, especially like the title song, the title track, which is hopeless romantic. Like I was like, yeah, that's for sure has been me my whole life. <laughs> right. And we have to live, you know, cause there's, there's a certain thing where Anyways, I feel maybe maybe it's just I'm tainted by my own experience, but I, I see it in a running theme in in in, ooh, in other what has happened here to uh, other. Sorry, what am I trying to say? Um, queer art is that like there's this feeling of like watching the world sometimes and not being included in things, and that can even like happen in like you can you have to live in your head a lot head a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to like, it's like almost like a fantasy world that you live in for a while until you're uh -huh. like super comfortable to, to be out and about and who you truly want to be. Uh, how, how do you have any, uh, new, like after this album or once the pandemic's over, I guess, are you going to be touring? Was that w what you were planning and everything before this whole shit storm hit? <laughs> well, it's hard to even go back to like a pre shit storm yeah. thoughts but I would say that um it kind of goes back to the whole like yoga philosophy of things for me which is like planning is priceless plans are useless especially mm -hmm. now like so I'm like I think the fact that I just even allowed myself to think about touring recently has been a huge yeah. step but I mm -hmm. haven't actually set up any shows I know people are setting up shows and tours I think I'm seeing with this album and this whole online release mm -hmm. and I, I, I feel like I'm seeing more of like an, an international vibe where it's like, Hey, I could go to England or I could go mm -hmm. to like Germany or something one day and do yeah. a tour there. I mean, not that it, those thoughts weren't in my mind already, but now it feels like I have concrete, some more concrete connections and stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, what's, uh, well, and I what, feel like that was gonna say like yeah. the pandemic kind of allows for that too right the pandemic I felt allowed for me to connect with more people I don't know if you felt totally that. yeah online it feels like people yeah. are more uh, there it's hard because our local scenes are slightly destroyed by um by all that's been mm -hmm. happening the things closing and the the the, the safety measures and stuff so um yeah, it's like brought us all into like this big 
net network yeah. closer to a little bit more present there and then or 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 at least for me the record too has like accelerated that and so i'm thinking well to do something like that it has to be planned far in advance it has mm-hmm. to be done well because you always hear about like canadian touring out europe it was like well hell we had yeah you know drive for 10 hours and then you know we had to like pay for the tour like in the end and i mean not that i i I just you know we all hear people's tour or tours tour stories tour stories yeah Yeah, and you wouldn't want that to happen like freshly post-pandemic far away far far away Mm -hmm. so i want things to be planned well so i'm giving it like time for touring but then i also want to do more recording and one of the things that I have lined up is um it's well I should say lined up that I'm lining up (laughs) is is getting some more like some recording gear so that I can use more than my phone like right now like you're speaking into a mic like eventually I want to be you know singing into one at home like I had one mic that I used to tour with and I didn't really have any recording stuff at home Mm -hmm. and I'm sort of starting to work on that now and right and and That's and build great. sort of a vision of maybe a, a, a next project like with mm-hmm. uh because I have like lots of like you know like material or whatever like little yeah. waving around <laughs> a notebook and and I I, I have more like to create because like I said September 2019 right That's That's yeah or, almost two years ago. That's a while ago now, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's that material is the material is there for a a new project which i love and also like yeah like i feel like so many um artists now are are doing a lot of home recordings just because you can't like or at least maybe not like a full-length album or anything but like at least to have that opportunity to do the at home like live streams or concerts or 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 whatever i guess we need to do to kind of (laughs) keep ourselves going for the next little while yeah, and yeah, I mean, it. I feel like it would be interesting to create something like fully while we're in this, while we can't actually like be with our like in person with people. It's kind of an interesting time because, like I said too, like getting to know people. Like I don't know if we would have ever met if it wasn't for the pandemic, you know, like or yeah. like getting certain connections with people who are farther away or being able to be on bills with, you know, somebody who's in the States, but I'm here in Toronto. Like it's an interesting yeah. time in terms of um, uh, uh, networking, I guess, in a way. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Have you always uh, been influenced through like, like, you know, um, the golden age of country music? probably not always no. but in a way if I think about like because I because I came onto like classic country and and honky-tonk mm-hmm. type of stuff in early country fairly like late to the game because you know I know some people grow up with it or their parents listen to it or grandparents and mm-hmm. not so much the case with with, with me like I, I had a sort of a friend a, an old uni friend um introduced in, introduced me to like Hank Williams when I was about 25 years old and right. it sort of grew from there and then there was uh, a place in Montreal where there was an old cut time country night at the time I was um hosting an open mic on Monday nights and I eventually sort of like abandoned that so I could fully participate because I was like leaving my open mic and trying to catch the end of this old time thing eventually I gave that open mic right 
to another group of musicians to host our awesome people. And um, it was at a place called Burrito Villa, actually. And it was a really neat little scene that I was sort of helping to create and and hold together with mm-hmm. this open mic, you know. And uh, but the the old time country thing really pulled me right. in, and especially the uh, playing with other musicians aspect mm-hmm. of having that band and starting to get into that music. And I I met my 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 mentor Bobby Hill, who mm-hmm. is this old man at the time, but I ended up learning a lot about his past life as right um a radio announcer uh and not announcer but sorry radio host slash musician with all these great like famous east coast um Mm -hmm. musicians actually and fiddlers and oh amazing all all one place like um uh jean carignan and um oh my god i'm blanking on (laughs) on the other fiddler ned landry ned landry so fiddlers out there would recognize those those names and mm-hmm. old time fanatics and uh so he had that all together when he was younger and uh he had a show on cjad anyways i meet him when he's like old and playing lap steel mm-hmm. right and then he started right. mentoring me my my making me mixtapes and printing out lyrics for me and we we hit some funny moments with those songs that he was showing me too with like the queer aspect of things because mm-hmm. like from my last album there was a song that he wrote called welcome to the real world again that he essentially like just months basically before passing away was like i'm giving you this song uh i wrote Mm -hmm. it in the 70s it's really was too personal for me to do like he was more Mm -hmm. in the showbiz right yeah side of things vulnerable yeah it was a very vulnerable song and so i did put that on my and he never he never heard it like it was for for much further after that i recorded that song but but he heard me sing it anyway, but he started, so he gave me the lyrics, right? He printed out mm-hmm. the lyrics as he always did with songs. Yeah. And then he said he was giving me the song, right? So I take the song and I start working it out. And uh, it already had like a melody, but I injected myself into it. And then yeah. the next week or two weeks later, he comes back to the wheel and he's like, okay, actually I changed this because you don't, you don't have to sing the fairy princess first because you know, you're a girl. And, <laughs> and, and I was like, well, but he knows, he knew that he knew that everything about, yeah. about me essentially, but it was like, he was sort of trying to make it a girl song all of a sudden. And right. I was like, I, I don't no. know about this. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, you know whether he knows or doesn't beyond the grave that that I actually definitely did that fairy princess <laughs> love it yeah verse you know in the mist <laughs> oh <laughs> oh but my gosh like that, that's so you know? lovely yeah so I don't know how I guess went on that tangent there about the wheel club but that's Bobby Hill was the steel player there and there's a great little band there but yeah when I think about the music I did listen to growing up that influenced me like when you think about like Dylan and mm-hmm. like Leonard Cohen and like yeah Anita Franco and all that kind of folk music that I listened to growing mm-hmm. up that was definitely um country influenced but yeah. I didn't know that and then yeah you know when like Leonard Cohen even if his songs aren't arranged with cut typical country instruments he will mm-hmm. refer to his songs as country songs like i've heard in interviews or in write-ups and stuff like mm-hmm. he'll talk about country music as more like a songwriting phenomenon rather than yeah. i think than a song than a sound and then right. like 
when you look at like, and then I also grew up on like sort of like R and B and that kind of stuff. So that's definitely like it's all coming from the same roots, mm-hmm. right? Which is exactly, like the blues. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I think it's all just like it's. I think what we uh, the that the best thing about good country music is that it's not just good for country music. It's yeah, good music. Just you know, whatever music, that means. Yeah. You yeah, know, and it's phenomenal and- songwriting and yeah, and tone and it's like. Yeah, it's a very, it is interesting. I've been reading a lot about how, about like where country, like the genre of country music, I guess, and how everything, all music basically kind of leads black, leads back to the blues, right? Yeah. Uh, And like black culture and everything like that. So it's, it's a very interesting, uh, it's been a very interesting read and I I love that. Uh, What's that? What book? What's... I've just, I've just been reading, um, no, I've just been reading oh, articles and stuff online, yeah. different articles and just uh, trying to get my hands on as much. I don't know. I've, I've been in the pl- uh, place now, obviously, where like, you know, learning history about things is, is important. I've also, uh, am a history, I studied history in school, so I love it oh, anyway, awesome. but, um, but yeah, That's just so reading, great. reading about like, you know, who started what and where it came, where everything comes from is like so interesting and so fun. Like thinking about, I don't know if you know, you probably do, but like sister Rosetta Tharp and how she basically like created that like Elvisy kind of class, like uh, old, like rockabilly rock and roll country sound. Yes. Like so I've cool. seen videos of her and I haven't read it really enough about her mm-hmm. and I should. But, yeah. It's just so interesting. Cause like, I mean, like you, like when I was a kid, like you said, you not knowing like Dylan and, and, and Cohen and all them kind of wrote basically like folk music is similar to country music. So it's the same as not knowing that Elvis took his, his sound from somebody else, you know, like it's like learning all that is so fun. And uh, yeah, music is, music is cool and music is universal, which is awesome so yeah uh i'm very excited for the new album uh or for the album for you to see where it goes I, i've seen you Thank on you. a couple of charts and stuff now recently too right yeah there's been yeah, there was some activity in the uh <laughs> <laughs> excuse me earshot like set area and mm-hmm. community and, and uh, honestly in the last couple of weeks i've sort of um sort of like lost track of certain things like it was really important to me in that first month and I don't know, I guess, like, if I don't get tagged or something, I just assume, like, I'm not on the chart, and, like, it doesn't really, <laughs> I don't go looking for it, like, oh, where yeah. am I on the chart this week, you know, because I, I know it's all, like, you know, uh, it, it, a lot of it has to do with the newness of things, a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, different, I think, different mm-hmm. factors, you know, and it's, like, when you see yourself on a chart, and you're, like, oh, like, I'm ahead of Willie Nelson, you're, like, this can't be right, this doesn't really mean much, <laughs> does it, you know, like, because <laughs> Willie Nelson is, you know it's Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. yeah <laughs> but still like, you can still put on your re- you can still say i was ahead of willie nelson for however many weeks i'm just happy to see his name anytime you know uh, true i know yeah like i i just when i see um people uh okay well i guess i guess this this comes down to people like and it, what it looks like when the outside is people falling on different sides of this fence, but mm-hmm. the side that I would look appear to be falling on the side of is I can't, I can't tour right now. I can't do the touring thing right now. I have to wait longer. I have to mm-hmm. wait till more old people are vaccinated. I have to wait till more young people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I have this like this mentality of like, don't kill Willie Nelson, you know, <laughs> just keep, 
anyways i feel like i'm a broken record because i feel like i've said this now to like five different people but you know good analogy (laughs) let's just hunker down and stay i'm going insane okay (laughs) yeah yeah i get you i hear (laughs) you i'm not saying i'm not you know yeah. I'm not saying I'm totally fine with everything. I'm just saying, uh, for me, you know, what's right is, and when you look at my band, you know, which mm-hmm. you can't because we're, they're not here, but right. if I sent you a picture of the band, you know, uh, that I recorded with, like, you know, they're, they're in a different generation, you know? Right. Yeah. And I got to, uh, have the privilege of that, you know, like mm-hmm. having that whatever not that me not that young I mean it's it actually you know what's incredible is young musicians mm-hmm. how they can channel so much of that like if you really there are really people young musicians playing today too who mm-hmm. are so in touch with the history of music yeah that it's it's incredible and I think country does that to people too it it mm-hmm. it, it harkens back a lot all the time Mm-hmm. so it gives people that if, if if you're really going down the rabbit hole with it you know you get like a kind of an education right oh yeah huge education yeah it's like like legit like just reading so many articles and honestly youtube videos just watching youtube video after youtube video of these incredible artists or i listened to another podcast called um cocaine and rhinestones oh and it's totally like, yeah, it's all like country music history, which is like, but like the cool, like really fun stuff that you don't, people don't know of. And his whole idea is to make country music cool, which I was like, it is cool though. <laughs> they were and outlaws, a lot of them. <laughs> they, totally. Some wild stories. I like that analogy of, you know, of being on the side of the fence that's don't kill Willie Nelson. <laughs> Let's all be safe <laughs> and hunker down and be chill until uh, everyone can be vaccinated and, and, everyone can feel safe, which is very important. So I, I, I yeah. agree with you there. I'm, I'm with cool. you on that. I'm with and, you on and, that. And I, and I understand that, that there's people who don't, and I don't want to, you know, be a, I don't, I don't want to be in, in an argument, you know, mm-hmm. right now. No, 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 and no I, one does. It's like, and I don't point? need to be agreed with either. No, everyone so, has their own opinions and that's that and as long as everyone respects each other's opinions uh, yeah. we should be good <laughs> but like you know because i've had people like um in my um comments there on social media more mm-hmm. like on facebook and, and like from anywhere being like what are you so scared of like uh, don't, don't live in fear uh, and i'm like okay sure, <laughs> I'm like sure. i can't i'm not gonna argue you know i'm just gonna I'm just going to keep on doing what I, what I need to do. Yep. For, exactly. For, for, for what I need to do. I suppose. Yep. Right. I get anyway. you. I hear you. No, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not awkward at all. We're all having these conversations. It's a, it's a normal, I feel like just the, because of what the world is right now, it seems to be kind of a normal, uh, topic of convo, I suppose. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Well, this has been, uh, awesome. And I'm, I love the album. I'm like telling everybody to listen to it. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast several times. So people who uh, are listening again, pick up Hopeless Romantic. It's available everywhere, right? On Spotify, Apple, uh, yeah, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. 
uh, bobbydove.com um, is my website and uh, and then in um, on the social media pages too I have like links to the album mm -hmm. and all that so I'm trying to make it pretty accessible and uh, you yeah. can sample it first you know on camp or whatever yes. or SoundCloud yeah you know these days yeah. you know yeah it's, yeah do you have you any other it. questions uh questions for 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 me about uh life or I feel like interviewing you <laughs> no actually well, what is your life <laughs> what is life what is life um we do on the podcast we do I do like a lightning round of questions if you want to do some of those with me before okay. we go let's do it uh, all right, perfect. So the first one is, what is your biggest party fail? So like the biggest, like most <laughs> hilarious moment at a party that you've had that you're like, this was a fail. <laughs> oh God. Okay, that's this is really funny. That's a really funny question. Something comes to mind right away, mm -hmm. which is like I was playing this uh, Legion in Ontario, yeah. and so I would play there. The gig was always. And it wasn't like a weekly gig. It just happened mm -hmm. once a month or something. It worked really well with trips to Toronto or trips to anywhere else in Ontario because it was about halfway, halfway from Montreal right. in a small town at a legion. And it would happen at around, it would start around noon. So I would actually have to leave Montreal around 7 or 8 a.m. to mm -hmm. get to this gig. So by the time I got to this gig, I was always sort of half, half, you know, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I want to say half cut, but like tired, you know? Yeah. But I would do the thing and I would play country music and my songs for three hours mm -hmm. or wherever. It was like a really long gig too, yeah, you know? Yeah, long. It was like, it <laughs> it's was like long the, ace, time. the ace in the draw. So this yeah. time I was doing it around the holidays, an organizer who was a super sweet guy and his his wife were really sweet people and, and kind of off the beaten path a little bit because mm -hmm. he created his own um, power grid at home and he was always talking about like his email was like off the grid at something you know <laughs> so and yeah but but he was definitely an anomaly from I think mm -hmm. his whole family and community right so that's yeah. why he was hiring me like he's the one who booked the gig right? right that's why I had that gig instead of like some local or someone else you know he just really liked right. me and so he invited me to the Christmas party mm -hmm. uh that he was having him and his wife were having at their place in the country and the truth is I didn't have to get uh to Toronto that day I had to get there the next day and it was always around six god I'm, I'm messing up the times maybe it was the gig was two to six anyways whatever it was <laughs> it was I went long to this Christmas party yeah and I ended up feeling super awkward because like even when I was like in the kitchen they're like who's that you know like I heard like yeah. you know people were like who is this person that is here and I was like thinking the same thing like yeah. why the hell am I here right I didn't know anybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's like <laughs> just old also, people and teenagers. That's sort of how I was experiencing it. Like there was no uh -huh. me's around. There's no medium <laughs> in between. And, and uh, I, uh, I think later on in the evening, and I was still there because then I'd had some drinks. So it was sort of like you get stuck in places, you know, mm -hmm. when you have a couple drinks. You know, like you can't leave, right? You don't drink and yeah. drive. So. So there it was, and it was like, so now like it was like sort of the the party jam, you know? And mm -hmm. so people were playing music and God, my stories are so long. And, I love it. But then somehow it was passed over to me, you know, I've obviously yeah. a song, and of course, right? I'm the entertainer like yeah. of the day or something there in that community. Not that they were all at the Legion, but 
Mm-hmm. So it got passed over to me. So I sang a couple songs and it was like, okay, you know, there was some, there was some participation, but mostly they, they were all playing together and then they just wanted me to play. So it was mostly just, I think it was mostly just me, but maybe that organizer guy was playing a little bit of mandolin for, for a little bit. Yeah. And then I tried to stop. Right. But they didn't want me to stop. And then I kind of kept going, but then as I kept going, I was sort of having this existential crisis of like, I gotta, I gotta end this, you know? Yeah. And it just, the quality diminishes in that point, you know, it was, I, I was out of entertainer mode. I was freaking exhausted. It was probably like, you know, yeah. I probably hadn't even slept the night before. And I just felt it peter out to the point mm-hmm. that it was like, you know, it, God, this is such a sad story. Yeah. No. It just sort of, it just sort of, I just sort of killed the vibe slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but they Until forced they you to like, kill the vibe <laughs> don't ask for another song you know? yeah they put that pressure on you though because they made you play a three to four hour show and then another yeah. show <laughs> like and comes the interloper you know yeah but yeah and total, they're here that's uh, so funny total uh what do you call it uh that complex uh, uh interloper uh, complex whatever it is uh yeah I think I, I can't remember what the name is, but I know what you're talking about. Imposter I feel like syndrome. Imposter, imposter syndrome. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I also just person? love that everyone yeah. at the party was like, "Who's this person in the kitchen? Yeah. And <laughs> why are they at know, our Christmas party?" <laughs> and totally, I don't even want to say it, but like, you know, there was there was a, there was a couple of nice drunken cigarette moments probably you know i shouldn't discount oh, the yeah. whole party but that no, it that was probably little, a great party but <laughs> that little impromptu you know uh informal sesh was mm-hmm. a total wah 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 cool. <laughs> i love it so I love don't it. i have a new rule too like don't do mm-hmm. that like don't go to christmas parties don't like uh, d- respectfully decline and get to where you're going <laughs> like, yeah get home <laughs> fast go don't it'll always end up in another three-hour music session <laughs> and you oh. will kill the vibe <laughs> yeah major vibe killer <laughs> i love it i love it okay if you could travel anywhere in the world right now where would you go Oh. You're like, I, I gotta I get out of at, here. I just looked over at my cat. Um, I can't answer that. Fair. I'd probably... I mean, the world is... What are you so scared of, Bobby? You know? Yeah, but imagine none of it's happening and we're all free yeah. to go wherever we want to go. Where's the first place? If I could only to? fly. <laughs> I don't know fly. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. That's yes. fair. I feel like I would go to a place where I had less anxiety in my uh, it would be like a mental world. It would be like a mm-hmm. a um another layer of experience yeah. in my inner world. I like that. What That's a cheesy freaking no, answer. <laughs> no, I love it. It's, uh, most people say Spain, but I liked I like what you said. Spain would be nice. It. Spain would be nice. Spain would be nice. <laughs> okay, uh, two more qu- two more quick cues. Okay, if you had to make a mix CD of your favorite of your like top three fave artists, who would they be? Whoa. Okay. That's tough. I know. Ow. That's the hardest question. Jeez. Yeah, I know. 
I asked the I tough don't know. ones. Okay, I'm going to put <laughs> Al Green in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put... Um, put... Wow, this is a really I hard I asked the hard question. ones, yeah. It's the hardest question. Uh, just who are, who are the first three that just come three. to mind? <laughs> or whatever. You could pick however many you want. I'll let you. I'll let it slide. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. Freddie Fender and Dolly Parton. Love it. Perfect. That'd be a good That's mix. Awesome. I mean, that could be one That'd of be my mixes. Mix. That could be one. Yeah, we will. Um, realistically, we'll have multiples, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah yeah i love it it's good choices okay and final question okay so I, I asked this to all my guests but the party has ended we everyone's had a great time no vibes have been killed uh how <laughs> do you want to be remembered at the party Ooh, i don't know is that a is that a thing to be remembered <laughs> i think so yeah i think so i think you could be remembered <laughs> okay okay I, I know that in the, I know how people have, to, when people tell me how they remembered me, it's often things that I can't remember. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? <laughs> Which is, I, I'm dead serious, you know? It's I like, believe you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a while since it went that far, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess I just want to be remembered as someone who, like, was good to be around just had a good a good vibe you know good vibe yeah I like that and someone who was like who who would who would be like welcome back and like offered cheese in the future (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like that I want you want to be welcome back so you can have more cheese but left enough you know for others to to eat and get their fill as well you know yeah didn't hog didn't hog the the snack tray (laughs) (laughs) and like or somebody who did and it was uh, it's affectionately remembered because nobody else was eating it anyway yeah and i took care of that wow bobby they really went for it and and i appreciate them eating my (laughs) all my food well thank you so much for being here and doing this it was so nice to meet you you too Uh, and i'm i'm so excited to see uh what other music you create and all that you're doing and everything so Thank you, Trishna. We'll get to chat again soon. Bobby Dove, everyone. Oh, what a lovely interview. Such a lovely person. Uh, It was so wonderful to meet them and get to chat in the afternoon. Uh, (laughs) uh, That's the nice thing, you know, about this pandemic is getting to meet folks on the internet. We've all learned how to Zoom. Uh, If you want to follow Bobby, follow them at Bobby Dove Music. Uh, They're incredible. Definitely check out their latest album, Hopeless Romantic. Really, really great stuff there. I'm very excited to see uh, what they come out with next. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at underscore. Nope, that's not right. (laughs) You think by by this time I would know what my handles are, but I don't. Uh, It's at it's underscore Trisha Black. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at One More Round Podcast or on Twitter at the One More Round. I'm gonna get better at Twitter, I promise. 
<laughs> uh, you know, and the best way to help support the podcast uh, is to, you know, listen, tell your friends. Uh, if you hate it, tell your enemies. Give us a subscribe, leave a rating or a review. Anything like that really, really helps out. Uh, and it is much, much appreciated. Uh, and the most thing is just having folks listen. Uh, I appreciate it very, very much. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and, and, and holding up. Uh, you know, if you need if you need anything, send me a DM. I can at least send you a fun, you know, gif or uh, a smiley face or a message. Whatever you need, uh, <laughs> let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. But of course, we can't complete the episode because no East Coast Kitchen Party is ever complete without a musical number to say so long. So here's me singing one of my favorite songs from the Scream Two movie soundtrack. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. I'm sleeping and right in the middle of a good dream when all at once I wake up from something that keeps knocking at my brain. Before I go insane, I hold my pillow to my head and spring up in my bed, screaming out the words I dread. I think I love you. This morning I woke up with this feeling I didn't know how to deal with. So I just decided to myself I'd hide it to myself And never talk about it And did not go and shout it When you walked into the room I think I love you I think I love you So what am I so afraid of? I'm afraid that I'm not sure of A love there is no cure Harpsichord solo here, and I don't play the harpsichord, so I don't know what I'm up against. I don't know what it's all about. I got so much to think about. Hey, I think I love you, so what am I so afraid of? I'm afraid that I'm not sure of a love there is no cure for. I think I love you, isn't that what life is made of? No, it worries me to say that I've never felt this way. Love you.